Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer, uh, do the best I can, make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give. And I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve. And I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. I'm trying to (laughs) put an end to this series, but there's so much um, about faith and um uh, out there in the Word of God. But I want you to understand the foundation of it, that this is something that we have to live by. It is something that uh, we cannot um, please God without it. So then we must then focus our entire life on developing our faith because this is how God had intended that when He translated us from one kingdom into the other, that we no longer live by the rules and regulation and the expectancy and all those things from the other kingdom, but that we would rely on our faith. And we talked about that. So let's continue. I'm going to read the um, some scriptures that we read yesterday, and we we're reading with it with the insight that you're looking at the progression as to what happens to us when we become born again. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness 
and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And as I mentioned to you, once we're there, how do we need to be living? What happens to us when we get there? Uh, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Why? Because you have been moved from one kingdom into another kingdom. And so while you're in this new kingdom, Romans 12, 2, and be not conformed to this world, uh, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, Ephesians 1, 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. And Jesus said, it is finished, I did it all. And then 2 Corinthians 5, 7 tells us uh, that for we walk by faith, not by sight. And we are told in Romans chapter 10, verses 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And then we now, as we are um, putting the word of God in us through faith and so forth, we have to submit ourselves to, the, therefore, to the word of God, resist the devil and he will flee. And then it tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, verses uh, 23, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So we're going to continue looking at he who uh, is promised is faithful. And we're going to take a look at this, and this is part two of our study. And I said to you, there's so much that I have in my notes that I can't, it's hard for me to put them all in there. So we see that in Hebrews, recapping Hebrews chapter 11, verses 6, tells us that without faith it is impossible to please God. Okay? So we know that. We know according to Second Peter's, uh, Peter 1, 2, it says, Grace and peace be multiplied through uh, the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. His divine power has given us everything we need in for, for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Through these, he has given us his precious and magnificent promises so that through them you might become partakers of the divine nature. Now that you have been escaped from the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. And so we see then that we have the ability to partake of this, all the work that Jesus did and all the planning and everything that God has done for us. And those, um, it is called the precious and magnificent promises. So God has given us his word and we studied about God's word. Um, and we understood that he holds his word above his name, his reputation, and so forth. So his word is some powerful stuff because it is his word that are holding up all the entire universe because it was by his word that and um, that he spoke into existence, let there be light, and so forth. And that is why we all have to do that because the Bible says we are created in God's image. So what happened here is God now. He wants something. So it says, out of the abundance of one man, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. And so we know that God, out of the abundance of his heart, he speak, he believed it because it's in his heart. And he said, let there be light. And all these other things begin to call into existence because he believed it. And so he demonstrated in Genesis to us how it's done by faith. 
And so he is calling you and I to walk by faith just like he is. Why? Because he has made us in his image and his likeness. So we can walk by faith. Jesus came here to show us that it can be done. We know that Adam did it because God brought the, the, um, the animals to him and he was hooked up to God and he walked by faith until he became a disobedient uh, um, servant. And when he disobeyed God, the Bible says he was cut off from God, just the same way that we would do today. So it's no different. So God is just restoring everything to its original intention. So we know that uh, God has given to us everything in Ephesians 1, 3, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realm because we are united with Christ Jesus. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That is how we get access to all of that stuff that he has. So as I said to you yesterday, when he brought us over into this new kingdom, his intention was that we seek ye first the kingdom of God because we're going to walk by faith now. If you have a financial need, you're going to walk by faith. You're not going to run to this to the world to get it. You're not going to do what they do. You're going to go to the word because the Bible says some of the byproducts of the word is wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insights, all of these things. So as we are listening to the word, we then become a hearer of the word. And we saw that in Romans chapter 1, it tells us, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Paul is making this testimony. For in it, the gospel is the power of God for one salvation to everyone who believes, for the Jew first and then to the heathen. For the gospel reveals something to us. The gospel revealed the righteousness of God. What is the righteousness of God? That righteousness of God that comes by faith from start to finish, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. The righteousness of God that was revealed is that you and I ought to be living by faith. And as we are going to be living by faith now, there's a couple of things uh, that tells us uh, what happens. And we know that Habakkuk 2, 4 tells us that the righteous shall live by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, 4, we walk by faith, not by sight. Uh, Hebrews 10, 38, but my righteous ones shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back from faith, my soul has no pleasure in him. So we know we have to walk by faith. Galatians 3, 11, now it is evidence that no one is justified before God by law, for the righteous shall live by faith. So we're seeing all these things that, we are called to live by faith. There's no doubt about it, right? And so it tells us in Romans 14, 23, that whatever is not of faith is sin. So the righteousness of God is revealed that we ought to be walking and living by faith and anything outside of faith is sin. So if we are in sin, we are back in the principles of the other kingdom. God wants us to be walking by faith. If you're sick, he doesn't want you to go to the doctor. He really wants you to uh, take what is yours by faith and walk by faith and get your healing. He wants to divinely heal you so you are made whole. And so um, 
he, he, he has set up everything different. My God shall supply all of my needs. It's, it's there. It's already. So you and I are going to access the fact that he has already supplied by faith, by utilizing our faith when our need comes up, utilizing our faith to supply that need and not to be running. So he tells us in Ephesians 6, 16, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. So in, in your life, in every circumstances that comes to you, you and I have to take up our faith. And we left off yesterday when we were focusing on the fact that Jesus made a statement in, in uh, Mark eleven twenty two through 24. He says, Jesus said to them, have faith in God, because I guarantee you this truth, that this is what will be done for someone who doesn't doubt, who believes what he says will will happen. He can have, he can say to this mountain, be thou uprooted and be thrown into the sea, and it will be done for him. That's why I tell you that to have faith, that you have already received whatever you pray for, and it will be yours. Where did we see this example of that? Um, we saw it in Genesis. And so it tells us that God, he has faith in himself, have faith in himself. And Jesus said, I guarantee you that if you have faith. So God have faith in himself. And so listen to what he said. He says, um, who, who shall uh, and not doubt, okay, whatever he says will happen, will come to pass. So God, he is, he is one that is faith. He has faith. And so he now began to create what he wanted in his chaotic world that was there, that that happened because of the fall. So our world are chaotic and so forth. The ingredients that God wants you to bring into that, to bring some order into that chaos, is your faith. Your um, You have uh, uh, depression. That is chaotic. Bring your faith. You have anxiety. It's chaotic. Bring your faith. You have um, sicknesses and disease. Bring your faith. You have uh, lack. Bring your faith. You have um, uh, a disturbance in the f- in the family, if you will, where there are arguments and so forth. Jesus gives you authority over principalities and power. Bring your faith. And so this is how God intended you and I to be living, because the scripture tells us in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, it says, By faith, Abraham. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out. So we know then, by faith, He did what he had to do, and he received an inheritance, and he went out doing whatever. So God wants to call you, wants you to, um, he has called us, the Bible says, and he wants you to operate in faith. Jesus makes a statement, truly, truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you uh, say to the fig tree, but you also can say to this mountain, and we talked about that earlier. So this faith is for everything that we do and in every way that we operate. Because Ephesians chapter 6, verses 16 tells us, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. Take up the power of faith and begin to speak into your situation. Jesus said, that's why I said, out of the abundance of the heart, man speaks. That's why the Bible tells us, be very careful of what you deposit. Be Guard your heart with all diligence. Why? Because you're about to say something. And so now it tells us that we ought to be building up our faith, right? And the Bible tells us as we are hearing the word that we are building up our faith. 
And one of the things that people ask me is, um, you know, how come it's not here yet and all that kind of stuff? And we started, as I said, July, go back to July, that God does everything in his time. He does it beautiful. And so if he's doing it beautiful, that means that you and I need to learn how to be patient and let him do his work. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction that things are not seen. So we know then that uh, the things that we are asking for, uh, as far as faith, the Bible tells us, these are the things that are not seen. Second uh, Corinthians put it this, this way, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So now you are going to be asking for your stuff that is laid up waiting for you to access it. You have to have faith, that assurance, as Jesus said, and it shall be given to you. Matthew seventeen twenty says, he replied, because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if anyone has faith as small as a mustard seed. So that's the requirement for your seed or for your, for your faith to be as big as a mustard. But I always tell people that mustard seed is pure mustard. There's no doubt and unbelief and all that stuff in there. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible to the one who believes. So then we see here that everything is possible for us. Since we are in this new kingdom, Jesus is saying, if you can see it, if you can see it, what? If you can see it by faith, if you can um, deposit the information necessary, and if you can see it, you can have it. If you can... All things, if you can what? If you can believe it, man, you can have it. How do you believe it? You have to deposit it inside of you first, and you have to think on it, marinate or meditate on it. Then you have to um, agree with it in your will. Then you have to uh, have your emotional stamp to it. Praise God, praise God. You run around as you get the revelation. And you're going to develop it, uh, deposit it in the depository, which is called the heart. And then when that situation comes, you believe it, that God is your provider. You confess when you see that situation coming, even before it arrives. You begin to quote the scriptures on it. My God shall supply all of my needs. And you begin to change your situation by confessing because you believe it. And once you believe it, you will have whatsoever you say. First Corinthians 2.5 that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So when you ask your stuff, some time is going to go by, you know, all kinds of things are going to happen. And so the Bible tells us that this enemy is going to come. He's going to be bringing all kinds of stuff to you. He's going to be bringing this situation. He's going to change this situation like he did with Peter with, um, uh, when he was walking on the water. And so when he walked on the water, um, uh, the Bible says that the circumstances change. And so the circumstances change, and then he looked around and he began to sink. So your, my advice to you is when those circumstances started to change, it says, submit yourself, therefore, to the word of God. Resist the devil. How are you going to resist? By submitting. And when you submit, the Bible says he will flee. 
And while you're submitting and he's, he's harassing you, do what uh, Hebrews chapter 10, 23 says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope, wavering, not wavering, without wavering, for he who promises faithful. So this God is faithful, man. He is faithful to do what he said he was going to do. And so Abraham got there and he says, when Abraham got there, he says, Abraham, after all the believing and all the stuff he was doing, he said, Abraham believed God and it was accredited him as righteousness. And the Bible tells us that he believed that God was able to do what he said he was going to do. And so God is faithful, man. And so let's take a look at Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, I'm going to, I talked about this a, a few podcasts back. Let us fear least any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them. But the message that they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who, who listened. So there's a rest that happens to you. And that rest can only happen when you're in faith. So let me go back. So when you are believing for God, okay, and you're believing for your healing and so forth, if you are still restless within your spirit once you make your confession, you're not there yet. You haven't believed it. You haven't entered into the rest. When you have entered into the rest, meaning that you are in faith, spirit, soul, and body, that is rest right there. When you have entered that space, you have it, and you, the Bible says, that place you don't fear for nothing, you don't worry about nothing, because it is going to come to pass, because you have mixed your faith with the Word of God. Philippians four nineteen, and we all know this, and my God shall supply all of your need according to his glory, uh, glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Guess what? God has already done it, but he needs your ingredients, he needs your faith. And he has already supplied that need. We don't know how he's going to do it. But he said that we ought to be doing something, the faith. He needs our faith. He needs us to believe it. And all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe you shall receive. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So faith is important. So what then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who is going to be against you and I? I mean, let's face it. You got to make sure that your faith is intact, guys. Don't worry about nothing. We're going to continue so you can see what, what I'm talking about. Jesus turned to seeing her. He said, take heart, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And here it is, the key. And instantly, the woman was made well. When your faith or when you were in faith, when God spoke, let there be light, it was instantaneously that things began to manifest for him. So when you are in faith, that's how you know you have to make sure that you are in faith. It says that in Scripture, according to the principle is this, we believe and therefore we speak. And so your responsibility is to put that word of God inside of you and make it become a real revelation to you concerning that God is a healer. And when you get there, immediately, the Bible says you are going to uh, receive. When you uh, hear the word of God, immediately you will get your, your sickness and disease, your bills paid, your job and whatever. Ephesians 
chapter 2 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of, of your own doing at all. It actually is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And we've talked and I've taught you about this already. That that is the process by which we get anything. Because God has already given us his grace. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1 that Jesus Christ, the fact that he came, that he had given us grace and apostleship. We receive grace and apostleship. So we have grace. The Bible tells us that God has surrounded us with grace. He tells us actually in Hebrews, he says, I want you to come boldly before the throne of growth, of, of grace, whereby you may obtain grace and find, um, find it for in your time of need and your help. So you and I have access to grace and grace is the divine influence upon the heart, your heart as well. And all the hearts of the people that you're dealing outside of your situation so that God can help you to maintain yourself within your um, asking and your receiving. Jesus said in Mark chapter uh, 10, verses 52, Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. And immediately he received sight. So once your faith hits, guys, you get your stuff immediately. And anything that is not of faith, you're in sin. So you're not going to get anything until you get into faith. And so you must get yourself in faith. So when you are in that longing and waiting, and things are not manifesting for you, I want to get give you a couple of scriptures. Stay with it. So do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed by, day by day. You know, you know what that means. For this light momentary, momentarily affect affliction is preparing us for our eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are not, that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temperate, but things that are not seen are eternal. And so I read that to you. I wanted you to see it. So it's there. It's going to come. You know, you have to stay in faith because God wants you to get it. He said he has already done it. And he said, I have given you all things pertaining to life. What does faith look like when it comes down to everything? Let me read it to you. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Hebrews 10, 35 through 36. So, do not throw away your confidence, your faith. It will be richly rewarded. You need to preserve uh, so that when you have done the will of God, you have done everything that God says that you should do in order to get your promise you desire. The Bible says, after you have done all that, you will receive what he has promised. James, as I said to you, 
Submit yourself, therefore, to God's word. Resist the devil by praising and worshiping. He says, Abraham um, praised God, and as he praised God, he began to get his revelation and his, his victory. Let us hold tight without wavering the hope we affirm that faith, for God can be trusted to keep his promise, Hebrews 10, 23. And we end it with this, 1 John 5, 4. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. The world meaning its system, that kingdom that we came out, our faith. The Bible tells us that our faith overcomes all of it. And so I want to encourage you guys that this is why this journey that we walked, so you can understand about faith. Uh, go and listen to this series over and over again until it drops into you, man. I've said to you many times, uh, get all the words that are dealing with healing scriptures and ask the Holy Spirit to give, give you one. You get all the uh, scriptures on um, providing your needs, all the things that you want, every situation that we will ever encounter as a human being, the scripture, there's a scripture for that. And so go find it and then read them all and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you into one. And you take one, and now what you're going to do with that one is meditate on it. You're going to learn how to meditate. You're going to learn how to agree with it. You're then going to learn how to have your emotional stamp once you agree with it. Then it becomes, it becomes yours. You, you believe it and then it's going to be deposited in your heart. And then you're going to do exactly what God did when he created in Genesis. When your world is dark, you're going to begin to speak to it. Let there be light. My God shall supply all my, by his stripes I am healed. I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. I have all my needs met. And you began to quote the word. And once you believe it, the scripture says, it manifests, man. So I want to encourage all you guys. And it's been my pleasure and honor to walk with you through the entire series. I hope that you were blessed from it and that you would help us to share and subscribe um, the channel, help us to grow the channel. I really appreciate your help with that aspect of it. And um, those that want to financially give, I also appreciate the, you for that. And I actually pray for my subscribers. I pray for those that are um, uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, but I usually, uh, in the morning, I will come and ask God to uh, meet you where you are as your need become available that he would give you wisdom, understanding, and so forth. So again, I want to thank all of you guys for your patience and your kindness towards me and all your prayers that you send me. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And as, as Paul always say to um, those that when he's pre preaching the word and so forth, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith, we walk by faith, and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. 
For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.